0: From a pocket and took a closer look. The protrusion was a man's arm, motionless and streaked with red. Looking about, the hunter waited just a few more seconds and then, satisfied that no one else was there, he climbed over the log and stole into the clearing, stepping carefully from rock to stump to patch of grass, trying to avoid any soil that would register his footprints. The truck was parked in nothing but loose soil, freshly chewed by the bulldozer. But he would have to deal with that problem later. He was planning his moves as he went along. He reached the truck, slowed with caution, then eased around it, neck craning, in no mood for gruesome surprises. What he found on the other side was no surprise. But it was gruesome and definitely a complication. "'Cursing, he leaned against the truck's hood, "'warily scanned the tree line and the logging road "'and started weighing his options. "'The crumpled body on the ground "'was obviously one of the logging crew, "'most likely the foreman who'd lingered alone "'too long on the site the previous evening, "'judging from the stiff condition of his body. "'He lay on his belly in the dirt, "'his body crushed, "'dried blood streaked from his nose and mouth, "'his head twisted grotesquely on a broken neck.' His hard hat lay top-down, several feet away, and the ground around the truck was littered with metal shreds of what used to be a lunchbox and scattered, chewed-up plastic wrappings that used to hold a lunch. I don't have time for this. The hunter quickly stifled his rage he needed to calculate, foresee, plan. His gaze shifted to the pile of logs. That might be an option. He could make it look like an accident that would explain the bent, torn, rag-doll condition of the dead man. Were the keys in the bulldozer? Leaving his rifle by the truck, the hunter ran to the bulldozer, clambered up on the big steel track, and stepped into the cab. He sank into the worn and torn driver's seat and searched the panel for the keys. (sighs) Then he sniffed a chuckle of realization. Of course, this wasn't in town where idle punks drifted about looking to steal anything not locked up or bolted down, and this machine was no car for joyriding. The key was in the ignition. It had been a while since his college summers with the construction crew, but if this thing was anything like that track hoe he used to operate... He clicked the key over to preheat, waited, then turned the key to start. The dozer cranked to life with a puff of black smoke. His mind was racing, still planning, as he put the mountainous machine into gear and got it moving. Reverse came easily enough. Forward was easier. With careful manipulation of the brakes and levers, he brought the dozer to the back of the log pile, then left it there, still running. Hauling the dead man across the ground would be messy, but it was the only option. The hunter grabbed the man's wrists. The right arm was intact, but the left arm had been snapped above the elbow and flexed like a rubber hose and started pulling. He tugged and dragged the body over limbs, grass, rocks, and debris. The man's head dangled from a wrung neck and scraped on the ground. When the hunter reached the front of the log pile, he let go of the arms. The stiffened body flopped into the dust. Seated once again in the dozer, he edged the machine forward, reaching under the logs with the bucket. With a calculating steady pull of the lever, He raised the bucket, lifting the logs, lifting, lifting, until the pile upset. The logs rolled and rumbled down, bouncing, tumbling one over the other, drumming the ground, kicking up dust. The dead man's body disappeared beneath a jackstraw pile of logs. No time. No time. The hunter eased the dozer back to its resting place, switched it off, and leaped to the ground. He ran back to the idling truck and pocketed every metal scrap, every torn plastic wrapper he could find. Then, slinging his rifle over his shoulder, he spotted and grabbed a broken-off evergreen bough and went to work, retracing his every step, brushing and erasing each footprint with rapid side sweeps as he backed out of the clearing. As expected... He heard the slowly rising sound of a vehicle coming up the logging road, climbing switchbacks, lurching through gears, rattling over potholes and growling over gravel. He crouched and headed for the trees, tossing away the branch. Just as he slipped into the forest, a truck pulled into the clearing on the other side. He stole through the crowded timber, planting every footstep silently in the soft, pine-needled ground. Truck doors slammed, voices lifted, followed by cries of alarm. Those loggers were going to have quite a morning. So we stay on the Cave Lake Trail for 3.4 miles, and then we come to this.